Welcome to Access Nation, a podcast that is solely dedicated to the lift and access industry. Our mission is to keep you informed on the latest industry news and current events. Welcome to Access Nation. This week, we're going to do a podcast on rental rates. What I did was I called a lot of people in different areas of the country, and I tried to come up with an average rental rate based off that category of boom, handler, or scissor. And I found that there was some there was some highs or like a book rate they prefer to have. And then I found there was a, a very low rate out there everywhere, you know, and, and then there's an average. And so I'm working off some average rates. This is pretty much for the whole United States. Minus a few other pockets that I could say I didn't touch. I mean, some of the South stuff's tough to get a read on, and I think they're doing well down there, but I'm not sure that they're going to be much further from the average that I come up with. So after I got the average, then I went and took what you can buy some new equipment at. Keep in mind, I'm sure some of you are paying a little more, and some of you might be paying a little less. I tried to get an average of of what the machine uh, could be bought at. And to come up with a return, it's interesting stuff. And I will tell you that if you start a new rental company and you bought 100% new gear, you are rowing against the current, my man. And you better buckle down and make sure you have your company dialed in tight because it's tough to make it scale. I'm going to get into more of that. And honestly, the shit pisses me off because I've got some historical data, what things used to rent for, and some other products. So here in the access industry... We let our stuff go cheap. I think it's worth a whole lot more. The equipment is a lot of quality. There's a ton of volume out there. I'm telling guys, hey, let's wake up. Listen to these numbers because if you're the guy writing the check for the equipment, man, you're in it to make money. You didn't write a check just to be in business. You did it to make money. Stay tuned because I'm going to give you the results. Access Nation is now available on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Subscribe today for all of the latest industry news. The first product I'm going to talk about is a 40-foot boom. The price I'm going to give you is just say middle of the road, jib, no jib, four-wheel drive diesel price, but most everybody can get one in the rental fleet for about 70500 maybe a little less, uh, maybe a little more. But that's that's just call that a, a higher average of if a guy wanted to get a 40-foot boom for his rental fleet. You run that on a five-year note at 5.5% interest to the bank. Your monthly payment on that is uh, $1,347. Now, polling the country to figure out what an average rental rate would be, and keep in mind, some guys are getting more, and depending on the job, and some guys might even be getting a little less. But as an average, let's just say you rent that for $1,500 a month. You're going to drag back at 70% utilization about $10,500 a year on the boom, okay? You know, granted, it didn't stay out all the time, and 70% would probably be a, a, a decent average. Of course, everybody liked to be out on rent 90 or 80%, but it just doesn't work that way. But but you hope you're at out 70% of the time with the boom. You know, you have income of 10500 with that machine. Your monthly payments with interest is $16,164. We just lost $5,600 at a $1,500 a month rental rate. Now, 
I know that there's residual value. I know there's different depreciation schedule. I'm using simple math that, hey, we're going to borrow money for five years at this rate. And look, you just lost five, you know, over five grand on a machine that you bought that you intended to make money on. Granted, there's a lot of volume. There's, a, you know, there's some, de, you know, depreciated fleet out there. So this is year one. And, you know, like I say, year one through five, for example, if your payment doesn't change in five years on that machine. Now, let's go to telehandlers. Take a 10K telehandler. Most everybody get one bought for about 130 grand. You know, just say standard rental machine, maybe a little more goodies on that one. You could strip it down, maybe reduce your costs a little bit. The average rental rate on a 10K right now is about $3,100. If you run your $130,000 machine out, 5.5% interest at five years, your payment's $2,483 a month. Let's just say that you keep it out 70% of the time. Okay, your total income on that machine is $21,700. Your payments are $30,000. You're losing $8,300 a year on your brand new 10K, guys. I get all the other variables of stuff, but I mean, this is just basic, simple math we're running out. <laughs> you're losing money on your 10Ks. You bought brand new 10Ks, you're losing money if you stick to the average rental rate. If you can get more money and you sell the quality of your company and the service and this and that, good, you get more. If you're a guy renting it for that and you didn't write the check for the equipment and he's still paying, you're still getting a commission on what you rent and you get a brand new truck to drive and all your fuel paid and you get to go buy donuts for everybody. Man, somebody really likes you and appreciates what you do because we just gave you a boom to rent where we lose money. This is just stuff to think about because there has to be a paradigm shift and it starts with the guys that rent it that talk to the contractors. You know, the contractors are generally bid the rental into the job. Okay. And that's good. I mean, they need to know what it costs them. And when they bid jobs, it's just as competitive for them, but they, they don't get in business to lose money. They wouldn't expect you to do that either. Let's get to a bright note, like a 19 foot scissor. I think we can actually make money on a 19 footer and we can make up some volume with those. There's a, they're probably one of the most common on any job is a 19 foot scissor. You take, uh, anybody can buy one of these for about 10 grand for the rental fleet, five and a half percent interest five years, your payment's 190 a month. Okay. The average rental rate, actually I'll do the great rental rate because I'm sick of saying the average. Let's just say we get what we want. We get 400 a month on this 19 foot scissor. Okay. In seven months of rental, we have $2,800 in income. You add up all our payments for a year. Our payments are $2,292 a year. We made $500 annually on a 19 footer. Now, you better have about a 1,000 of them on rent to say we're actually in business because we own trucks and trailers, and we got real mechanics, real service trucks. But that is a bright note in this. And I have a 60-foot example, too. The 60-footer sold at 110000 If you do the average rental rate at about 2100 granted, if you mix in weeklies and dailies, I know that everybody, it can change things. But I'm just doing some averages here. And so $2,100 a month. And it's on rent seven months a year. You made fourteen seven on your rent. Oh, by the way, your payment on one hundred and ten at five and a half percent interest for five years is twenty one hundred a month. So you just made say fifteen grand on your rental income, and it costs you twenty five grand a year to own the boom. Hey, we only lost ten grand on that one. That's not bad. And you know, I make I make a light of this, but I'm really not. It kind of pisses me off because I know if I'm a guy that writes a check for my equipment. And I, and I put my guys in trucks and, and, 
and I, I, I got a good service uh, technicians and I train them. I get them trained. I spend the money and invest in my people and invest in brand new product. Man, you tell me you can't get a better return than that, but it's not happening. In fact, it feels like, you know, this should be a great time because everybody's up high utilization, but the rates aren't high. You know, granted, the access world is one of the most popular rental items. If you went through the whole line of equipment that's rented and grab any of the magazines or go to the ARA show and walk around, everything from a barbecue grill to, you know, a trencher, I mean, the access world is some of the most popular rental equipment out there. But it's, it's really the least profitable. And I got those examples coming up. I'm not even going to talk about the 8K telehandler and 80-foot boon. I have the examples guess what? You're losing money on both of those too. And if you're in this business, you know what the rental rate is. You know how it works. Stay tuned. I'm going to bring back some historical stuff too. When In the 90s, when this stuff was coming out and guys were out renting it, and trust me, the quality of the equipment was crap back then compared to now. And so there's a lot more service calls, a lot more things. I'm going to get into that. And then I'm also going to touch base on some other products that are in construction rental and tell you what those returns are like. Stay tuned. Do you have equipment sitting on the fence and you need to turn your old machines into cash? Let Shimp Wholesale help you make the most of your fleet. Call us today at 816-749-3343. Historical data. Let's go back to the mid-90s. And I'm talking when Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses were kicking it, man. And if you didn't like them back then, then you didn't know good music. But speaking of booms, booms were $1,000 a foot. You bought a 40-footer, it cost you 40 grand. You bought a 60-footer, it cost you 60 grand. That was the rate. That's what people knew uh, you could buy booms at. If you had a rental company, you bought booms, you knew that was about where you needed to be. Now, I did call a guy who had actually started two rental companies and sold them both. And he was a snorkel dealer at the time. That's how I knew him. His TB40s were 42 grand a piece. His TB60s were 65 grand a piece. But he said he goodied them up a little bit with generators and this and that. But that was the old rule of thumb, $1,000 a foot. Now, rule of thumb for rental rate. I'm like, well, what'd you rent them for? He's like, ah, 40s went for $1,200, $1,300 a month. I know we did them all, all the time for that. And 60s went for, you know, $1,500 to $1,800. Okay. Now, looking at today's averages, you know, I use the average on a 40 is $1,500 a month. I use the average of a 60-footer is $2,100 a month. Okay, you telling me the cost of these booms, the rate kept up with it? It didn't. And, and this is this is the shit I'm talking about right now because you guys renting booms need to understand we build a much better product than they did in the 90s. Much better. And you're less service calls and, and guys need them more. You know, there, how many times you see scaffold on a job? You don't. And so the contractors bid these rentals into it, and you can ask for more, and you should get more because you have to spend more today to get into access equipment. That's that's the historical part of this. And, and you know, there's a lot of guys in this industry that don't remember the 90s. I'm cool with that. You know, whatever. You came from another industry, and you got into this, and you like the money you make. But just know that you can get more rate for these booms. It costs you more. All right, I'm going to compare it to dirt equipment. Stay tuned. If you are short an 80-foot boom or higher when your customer demands it, please make us your first call. Shemp Wholesale Re-Rent. 
We're going to do some examples on dirt equipment. Skid steer loader and a track hoe or an excavator. These no way compared to access equipment because these things are getting worked hard and, you know, the abuse that they put on them is different than access equipment. Access equipment has a rated capacity and you can only do so much weight in it. And so you don't have as much abuse on your access equipment as you do dirt equipment. But in the other side of it, people want to own dirt equipment. And you can find a farmer, you can find a lot of secondary applications, or I call them second-tier users, that will buy them and they want to own them. So you rent them down and then you sell it and make money that way. So they kind of apply here. I'm going to use a skid steer as an example. You can get into a skid steer for 35, 40 grand. Okay, let's just use 40 grand. That gives you at 5.5% interest a payment on five years at $765 a month. You're going to pay about $9,200 to own your skid steer to the bank. Okay. The average rental rate, I think a lot of guys, I, if there's any rate that fluctuates the most in my calls, I've heard several different rates. And it's hard for me to pin an example down because if you get more money and a guy needs it and he's happy with what he pays, hey, that's your business. But at the same time, I'm going to throw $1,500 a month out there on a skid steer. So you're going to make about, at, you know, seven months. They say it stays on rent seven months a year. You're going to make about ten five on your skid steer in income against an uh, annual payment of $9,100. So you're profitable with your skid steer, and you know that if you pay it down, you're going to make money on the end. So I like the way the math works on a skid steer. I like the way the math works on an excavator. You know, you can you can spend up to two hundred twenty grand on a, on an excavator, like a, a fifty thousand pound two hundred series excavator. You know, but most guys that buy them for rental are going to pay about one sixty, okay? And those things rent for let's just say, you know, fifty one hundred a month. Well, the math works on that too, and I'm not going to go through the details of that. You've heard enough about amortizations. In fact, the moral of the story is. They're making it with other products. Let's not kill each other in the access world when it comes to rental rate. Granted, you got to look at these things, okay? The first five years are tough on a machine. But imagine that we had all these booms and scissors and handlers paid off, and they're on rent. You're dragging in a ton of cash, and I get it. And that's the balance. But the moral of the story with all that is, you still own them in the first five years for a certain amount. And this is what it costs you. And so don't be afraid to ask for more money on your rate if you spent the money on the new ones because the math doesn't work. And it only helps the industry be healthy. And granted, if you've got a lot of stuff sitting in the yard and you got to put it on rent, I know all the dynamics of it's not making me anything now, So, we need, but don't hurt the market. It, look, at the same time, these are conversations to challenge people to make the industry better and to do the right things, and that's what I'm about. Now, to really top this off and make it great, I'd have to give you some ammunition of what it actually costs if I don't rent a boom and I go an alternative route to get you know, 60 foot in the air to do a job, what's the alternative cost me? Because that's really the competition. Okay, We think our competition is the next rental guy next door, right? Well, forget all that. 
let's talk about if I'm building a new building that I'm going to do this great shop and I'm going to have a showroom floor full of new booms that, and, and things like that. I'm going to sell things right out of this shop. And I want you to come build me this building. And if you don't have booms and scissors to help you build the building, what do you use and what does that cost you? Now I'm giving you ammunition. That's the next podcast and it's going to take some time, but I want to do it for you and I'm going to help you because guess what? A healthy access world is what we want. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I got some other news that I want to talk about, but I'll talk about it next week. But I like these Leap Awards from uh, Lift and Access Magazine, and I'm going to get into that next week. Please follow us on Twitter at Nation Access and LinkedIn. This podcast is purely based off of opinion and welcomes your feedback. This is not a substitute for an ANSI, CSA, or ISO compliant training by a qualified professional. I've got to step through or I'll disappear. I'll record my steps.